Did you see the tweet that Kitchen <laughs> KitchenAid put up? Yeah, that was that choice KitchenAid tweet. I didn't. That was so fresh. Uh, let me find it. Cross promo. Cross promo. They did a they did a bit of uh, cross promo. They did some tweet marketing. Some uh, they live blogged. Uh, so KitchenAid USA's Twitter account <laughs> tweeted. Obama's G-Ma even knew it was going to be bad. She died three days before he became president. What? Wow. The official uh, KitchenAid? Fo- followed up, uh, not immediately, uh, but relatively soon after. Hello, everyone. My name is Cynthia, Cynthia Soledad, and I'm the head of the KitchenAid brand. Deepest apologies for an irresponsible tweet. That is no way of a representation of the brand's opinion. Okay, brands can't have opinions. First off... Uh, that's troubling. Brands are people, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> you tweet about blenders. The one thing you have to not do <laughs> is tweet about anything other than blenders. Mm-hmm. Please. They use Hootsuite wrong. That's why you don't use Hootsuite. <laughs> I guess. Do you, th- do you think it was an accident? Or do you think this person oh, was like, yeah. hey, no, no, guys, I, that I, seems I know. Like an accident. I want to live in a universe where a member of the KitchenAid Twitter team uh, thought this was a good idea. Thought. I know what the KitchenAid audience is gonna just love. Dead, dead presidential family members. Get ready for guffaws, guys. Get ready for a lot of RTs on this one. And in that right, they did succeed. It because it did get it got blown up. It got blown up, and that person, you know, they're gonna lose their job, but it's gonna give them a lot more time to work on their five minutes of stand-up material. Let me let me tell you about it, Chris. It's it's today the tech web. It's it's all about disruption. Yep. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game the ring. My name is Griffin McElroy. <laughs> Are we all gonna talk like the that, aliens? My name is Justin McElroy, and that gum you like is going to come back in style. The chair is green. Are there other people on this podcast? <laughs> Not that I know of. Uh, hi, my name is Chris Plant, and I know the best game of the week. My mm. name is Russ Forstick, and I know the best game of the week. Oh, do you, do you ever feel like you want to try something else? Just like <sighs> once. Just like he did try something. That one almost was like he fell asleep while he was doing it. <laughs> it's like jazz. You just gotta it's go with it. It's basically like it's, jazz. it's the words you don't hear that makes you great. <laughs> Justin, are you gonna intro the show now that we've all like introduced ourselves? Or this is the besties Jesus. where we take the top games and we pit them against each other, each other to figure out which one is the best. Um. And then we take that one and we make that one fight against the other one. We're batting like we... seven fifty on words. This said is correctly. unsustainable. <laughs> this show is running on a fuel reserve that was expended fifteen f-ing episodes ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you know? You, people, uh, people never. Um, podcasts always seem to die by the next episode not getting made, and I think that's a real miss. Mm-hmm. I think podcast should die there there's gotta be a podcast that dies mid-episode like the death is never scripted into it yeah sure P- one day you're gonna tune into the besties and be like i wonder why this episode's 13 minutes long and then you'll that's how you'll know it's like when you find the gold bars in looper 
Right. Hey, yes, exactly. Looper spoilers. I'm just, Looper spoilers. You, Man, that movie is good. I watched that movie yesterday. Can I tell you something about Looper that has nothing to do with the ending? No, yeah. no, no, because the then I'm just waiting for your stupid scene to come up while watching no, the movie. No, I, no, don't worry, I, Justin, no, I literally I nothing about it. You can tell me. Okay, yeah. good. I'm just talking to Chris, but it has literally nothing to do with the Ugh. ending. We are in the, we're watching the movie, and it is the final 10 minutes. Um, and a fire alarm starts. Oh, no. oh man. Yeah, the last 10 minutes of the movie, we had to vacate the theater. Oh, no. Stand outside for 20 minutes. And it was like an emotional climax. Like, it, it, it was peeking back off. Like, I was... I was I was ready to emote. I was ready to feel. Mm-hmm. And my Wait, heart there's is a climax very rarely... to this movie. Why are you ruining the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, so, I, uh, so uh, that was that was disappointing. Do you want to know the, the saddest uh, ending uh, of a movie that I've ever experienced? What's I that? saw Doctor Strangelove uh, in a movie theater. And in, in case you're the one person who doesn't know how the movie ends, uh, a nuclear bomb drops and the whole world goes up in flames. So I'm seeing this in like a classic art house. And the bomb drops, and this, like, 70-year-old woman behind me goes, Oh, my God, no! What's happening? And oh, she was man. shocked. Chris Plant, she's, you are a snobby little bastard. She's literally <laughs> shocked. She, she was going into cardiac arrest that oh. this is how the world ends, that at the end that's of this a, comedy. I'm problem. going into cardiac arrest as to how snobby you are with your how art house snobby? cinema. I'm sorry. Have you ever watched, like, an AFI Top 100? They're on ABC. Why is watching basic programming snobby? Well, prefacing it with, I went to an art house cinema. <laughs> an art house cinema. And saw a film that was 93 in the AFI Best 100 list. <laughs> okay, it was number four. I, um, Sir, would you like some popcorn or perhaps a pipe? <laughs> I, I saw Closer in theaters by myself on the day after Christmas. Yeah, it's sad. Yikes. I saw Willard. Remember that movie? <laughs> That's a TV show. <laughs> End of sentence. This episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, this is, of course, the besties, which we've already discussed. Done, Done that uh, one. We're going to talk about the new games of the week. Um 
big changes, big changes coming oh from the besties. <laughs> as weeks. as well, I don't think anybody's requested it, but the fact that four people now listen to our show, I think, is request enough. Uh, so we're going to be making some big changes, uh, and but for this week, let's just keep it all the bad way. Because then, <laughs> you, when the changes happen, everybody will think, "God, it's about time for those changes." Uh, right. When when you say changes, people are thinking it's probably about the rules or the structure. It is. And it is not. In it a is. way, totally. it definitely yeah, it will be. Actually, people so, are probably just hoping for different hosts. I no, I think people <laughs> are going to see the changes and they're going to go, "No, really? Like, really?" No, I think we're going to mix we're going to mix it all people up. Are gonna uh so love our new flavor. Yeah. So our current <laughs> game is still FTL. Let's start going. Okay, who was to be commissioner this week? I think you. it's you. Because you didn't play anything. Ah, all right. I'll be the commissioner this week. I did, for for the record, I did play things. Uh, I'm playing Fable the Journey, which obviously I can't talk about. And I'm playing Dishonored, which obviously hey, I can't I'm talk about. I'm talking about that, too. Can I have no, that next week? We can't. Um, and I played Borderlands, which is good, by the way. I like that a lot better than Borderlands 1. Um I'm also reading. So, anyway, uh, Griffin McElroy, tell me about your hit game. My game is Pokemon, black version 2, also white version 2, but I played black version 2. Russ, please. Russ, please. I know you were about to make a joke about race. Like, you were going to try and incite some sort of race joke. Mime. Am I wrong? (laughs) Mime, mister... Okay, so you're Mr. doing Mr. Mime. Um, here's this. Here's the scoop. Here's the skinny. Here's why it is. Uh, here's why it was not uh, an awful game. Uh, I don't uh, know if I really want to hear your opinion because I read the comments and you're not a real Pokemon fan. Yeah, that's true. You got me. You got me that one commenter. <laughs> Way to give him a, a fucking global soapbox upon which to broadcast his craziness, Chris Plant. Uh, here's what's up with Black and White 2. Uh, it's a sequel to Black and White, which is unusual. Usually they go with, like, a tertiary fusion of the two, like, versions that came before it. Like, blue and red had yellow, and gold and silver had crystal. It's not really like that. It's not, like, the same game with, uh, a couple new things. It's got a new, uh, plot. It's got... But the starters are the same. Yeah, the starters are the same. Why wouldn't you change that? I think that would be confusing for people because it's not the start. These games move in generations, and this is technically the same generation as the, as black and white. Um, mm. the, uh, it's still. Let me get out of the way. The, it's still incredibly similar to the games that came out, you know, fifty six years ago. Like it's still basically the same format of you pick the starter, you catch the guys, you get the eight batches, you beat the final four and the elite four, and then you. Is there a Bulbasaur? You know, not natively, no. Um, there are 300 Pokemon that you can catch natively in this one like version of the, I guess, two versions of the game, which is more than any other game, which sounds like a totally superficial, dumb thing, but it, 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 it keeps you from just running into the same guys over and over again, and then you sort of develop a strategy based around your team. Like, I could never settle on a team that could beat anything that was like that could beat everything that was thrown at it how many badoofs do you have on your team six it's an all badoof super squad are they doing well they're not they have a good bite move jesus um 
so so that is that is one thing. The the big new mode is uh, Poke Star Studios, which I, I every single like mode like this that they've added to the games has been a complete miss for me. Like the musical mode where you do like these almost QTEs to dance along with these routines and dress up your poke like that none of that has ever appealed like they just jump completely away from the the core stuff of what makes the series good for these pretty shitty mini games but but this mode is actually kind of like a pokemon puzzle mode where you have to complete these different battle conditions using preset pokemon so you have to like figure out which moves to use in which order so it's like uh, Madden, so, like those history games in Madden where you're like down by 14 points and you only have 30 seconds left, but with Pokemon? I guess. <laughs> Sports. That's not even in Madden anymore. It's but not. it used to be. You're, you're, using, you're using Madden yeah. to illustrate a point in Pokemon. It's like a four-year-old I'm not sure Madden. Who, I'm not sure who you just alienated, but you alienated him really hard. Okay, so basically like your Squirtle has one arm and is really depressed win this battle why would that happen <laughs> i'm just saying that seems like a, a tough battle to win that sounds like a perverted <laughs> reality mm-hmm. um, you have russ on your podcast mm-hmm. and you want to make your podcast good. your weeping bell just got infected with ddt he's okay. feeling really down about it he has six six hours your, to live show him a good your, time your tobin bell feels over-identified with the character Jigsaw, <laughs> and he wants to break out. Um, so, so that's a thing. That's uh, that's pretty good. There's, I mean, there's the the new stuff is going to sound completely silly when I describe it, but it, it adds a substantial amount to the game. That's not just like stupid appendages that that nobody gives a shit about. Like, I actually played a lot of the of the PokéStar. Griffin, what is the what is the when you attack a new Pokemon? What is the what is it you're going back for? I mean, what is it that you are looking forward to getting? Um, I my favorite thing about the series is putting together like a team, and I like that it's never. I like that I have you know up to this point like 600 options to do that with, um, and I like not just having the same team from the beginning of the game all the way to the end of the game like every other rpg that you can think of first off you're not dealing with as many characters but but second off you find what you like early we should put quotes around characters because let's be honest what it's not like chancy is uh cloud strife what are you talking about (laughs) video game characters in general are shallow like yeah but chancy doesn't have dialogue like i'm not saying they're deep characters are art design (laughs) I would say Chansey has more character development than anyone in Gears of War. <laughs> it's out there. In fact, if yeah, somebody right. made it all Chansey. Did you forget yeah. about that? Chansey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I go back for that. And and in this game, since there are just so many Pokemon, like that, I, I, I don't think... My team was changing like hour to hour, which was which kept things really fresh i got i got a question for you yeah shoot uh which pokemon would you make a real life pet and why this is tricky that's Um, a good question it is it is a good one oh god i wouldn't want anything too humanoid you know yeah so not mr mime not definitely not mr mime mr mime is basically a dude you basically caught a dude (laughs) (laughs) a mime (laughs) 
What about Gasly? Ga- no. No, Gasly's too spooky. Also, I bet can... Gasly smells terrible. And he also that you got you got that as What about Hitmonchan? Hitmonchan also a dude. Punch punching dude. Like I don't Mewtwo? Want that. Would you count Mewtwo as a dude? Mewtwo can talk human English. That's what I mean. So <laughs> Yeah, you, definitely. You that's if, like having like maybe that's like having Danny DeVito live no, with Danny, you. No, Danny DeVito is like Squirtle. It's just a bald yeah. man painted blue DeVito. with a little tail on. No, DeVito. 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 I, oh, DeVito. I, uh, <laughs> I see. I my your gut reaction is of course to say Pikachu. No, or that's Pikachu, a horrible but idea. You know he would be needy. Yeah. You know, like you you just know that you can't set him down for like thirty seconds to just do your business. Yeah. Also, I want something that I can put in a. Pokeball, stay in there. I don't want to deal with you right now. Um, like a wife. Like a wife. Um, I think. Wait. Oh, I said something out loud that you said, just repeating it, but I didn't think about how awful it was before. That was not an agreement. Uh, I would probably go with uh, uh, Jinx because you could really f- the shit out of a Jinx. <laughs> okay, that's un un. Unacceptable. I, I prefer Mankey <laughs> myself, but that's fine. Whoa, this Jinx is a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a cat. Yeah. No, Jinx is like a. It's like a sexy woman. What? A Jinx is like a a Jinx. Jy Jynx. I'm gonna here. I'll drop an image in. You are gonna love how this Pokemon looks. Well, that's Blackface. Jinx does kind of look like Blackface. That's weird. Wait, wait. Yeah. Why do you? Sort of I take it back. I do not want to fuck this Pokemon at all. I don't want this Pokemon to exist on the planet, please. It's it it's a horrifying Jim Crow <laughs> it's, caricature. It is, it is bamboozled Pokemon edition. It's nightmarish. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate this Pokemon. You were asking which Pokemon I would most like want to to bone down on, right? Oh, oh, God, what am I saying? Ditto. Of course, Ditto can transform into any Pokemon. Next question. Wait, isn't that your nickname? It is. Next question, please. Okay, uh, my next question is, are we done with this segment? Yeah, I think we are done with it this It sounds segment. like it's just Pokemon again. Yeah, it, I'm not convinced. Okay, I mean, it is. If you haven't played a Pokemon, I think it's the best one to do so far. Really? Um, but you don't know yeah. all the backstory. What? All the intrigue that's gone on before. Yeah, okay, how let did, me. How did Ash get here? Here's the here's the backstory. You have done this exact thing eight times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Ash isn't in it. Ash died. Wow. Ash died. <laughs> Ash died. At What's the end your of guy's name Yellow. now? Oh, uh, his name. Yeah. Uh, his name is uh, da- Dash. Is there is there some part of you as a Poke fan? Is there a part of you that? Longs for some sort of more meaningful reinvention. Yes, of this I of course. Every, like, what if you were building a team, but you were like, doing something where the purpose was beyond personal gain? Jump to jump to. Uh, it doesn't even have to be like that. Like, look at a uh, Pokemon Conquest, which came out earlier this year, which was basically okay, had I'm, this. I'm looking at okay. it. Okay, it basically had the same format as a Pokemon game in terms of catching and training, but then it put it in like this turn-based RPG format that that was really. I mean, it had its its fair share of faults as a strategy game, but the core combat of it was was nice. It, it like it worked really, really well. Um, like something like that, like just fucking anything, yeah, would would make this great. Like, why not make a three D open world Pokemon game? Like, do that shit on Wii U. There, Cost that's a money. that's a 
there's a billion dollars for you. Too expensive. <laughs> too too expensive? Yep. They're making also, they're making a billion dollars already. Why why would they spend more money to make another billion dollars? Just keep, here, if they keep putting out the same sprites over and over again, it's cheap. No. It's my idea for Microsoft. Make make a really, really beautiful Pokemon clone. And then put that game out on Windows 7, too. So I can play it on some fancy high-def console. And then I'm like, hey, I want to take my Pika Xbox uh, wherever I go. And then I can play with it and, you know, train him on the go. Yeah. And I can take him back and put him in the game. That's a, that's a good point. The, the reason why this series hasn't evolved is probably because there is no competition for it whatsoever. If you have ever played a clone of it, like a game that anybody developed on PC or iOS or... Even other like franchises that are similar to this, they're shitty. They're like not nearly as good as this thing. And without that competition, there's no need for them to, if you'll pardon the pun, evolve. You know, I've just uh, realized something. Uh, in Japan, they put a lot of less effort into naming these characters because, like, Haunter is just Ghost. Crabby hmm. is just Crab. Like, guys. Put a little effort. Got Guys, it. This cool. is the most I have ever talked about Pokemon. <laughs> Crab. Since yeah. I was we're, 14. We're going to move this on. This is like I the hear... 48th I've ever talked most about Pokemon. Uh, Chris Plant, let me hear about your game. What do you got cooking? I got a game called Super Monsters Ate My Condo. Uh, <laughs> and you might it, have actually. It sounds like an adult swim jam. It is an adult swim jam. And it already kind of exists uh, as just Monsters Ate My Condo. Uh and the premise of both is such. There are two monsters on the left and right side of the screen. And in the middle is a stack of condo floors. And you align... They're different colors, like red, blue, yellow, green. And if you align I've heard of those of colors. Them, yeah, yeah, you know them. And then when you align three, uh, they become a bronze. And if you align three bronzes, they become silver. And if you align three silver, they become gold. Three gold, diamond. And then you can feed these to your monsters, who are on opposing sides, to unlock special point powers, like a plus two multiplier that like stabilizes your tower, or a pl- just a plus ten multiplier, or anything hypno like beam? that. Hypno beam? Uh, I don't think there's a hypno beam. That's a uh, that's the problem with the game. Stuff. Yeah, the problem with the original game is that sounds like really complex, and it was really hard to understand how to build these combos. And there are so many different multipliers, and it's tough to know when to use what. Uh, the great thing about Super Monsters Ate My Combo, the Super Edition, is there's actually kind of a level structure a la uh, Jetpack Joyride, where it gives you goals. So you're learning uh, how to play the game by accomplishing these tiny, tiny goals that get tougher and tougher. And by the end, you actually have an idea to play what is really complex i think puzzle game i think it's much more complex than say something like tetris uh and it's really fun and really rewarding uh you know as a subway game and it looks great when i say subway i mean uh, at the on the subway not eating not, a subway sandwich not eating a subway sandwich though you could you only need one hand to play it yeah you i do. don't know about a foot long would be tough with just one hand yeah though. it is come on give me more yeah. uh you know penis sandwich yeah okay go on yeah maybe one more try Dick sandwich. You ain't got anything? Okay. Okay. 
You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Um, I You know, like Adult Swim, I just wish every app developer they just came up with good ideas and then they took it through the adult swim factory and they pushed it through that and then that game came out on the app store because there's so much more polished than everything else and the art is funnier it just it feels fresher even though they're doing a lot of the same things as you know companies like ng moco the games just feel good um so i think i, I think that's a good idea you you have my blessing to do that uh, internet world and developers is to give their games to comedy central no to adult swim nobody's gonna do even though what i don't understand what you're saying you want people to give their hard-earned work no i want them to work in tandem i want them to come up with good ideas the only problem is the publishing structure for adult swim they get a lot of money when uh a development team partners with them uh i mean they get advertisement during adult swim which is great but that's, it's, I don't fully understand the idea of publishing, uh, not self-publishing on the App Store, like not getting 100% of the cash. Uh, but I guess I understand now because you can't browse games on the App Store anymore, but we're way off topic. Get off yeah. that soapbox yeah. plant. Is the game yeah. fun? I just get yeah, so basically plant is, is saying, uh, it, indie, indie developers, listen up, join a multinational corporation and use their uh, powers... And so they uh, bleed you dry. That's Why don't you make some real games, you fucking nerds? Yeah, really. Where's your city building free to play? Is that is that an Adult Swim thing? I don't think they have one. They should. So they can make fat cash. Fat dollars. Fat stacks. Are we done talking about this game? God, yeah, please. I mean, it's simple. It's not gonna win this week. It's very fun. Uh, it might win this week. Cents. This week is. You should download it. If you don't want to yeah. download Brutal. that, you can win the other the other Adult Swim game. I think it's called Major Mayhem. That is pretty, pretty Is it spelled good. ham uh, like the pork, or is that just your accent talking? No, I wish it was... Ma- I think I brought Major Mayhem one week. What was that pig game I brought in? Oh, God. Yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, download it. That's it. Have you guys ever gotten an MRI? No, but I've seen a lot of house episodes, so I pretty right. much have. Okay. 
have metal in my face. So if I get an MRI, I turn into Wolverine and it pulls out of my skin. uh, That's horrifying. I'll tell you, uh, they they ask if you got tattoos because apparently it used to be a thing that they would use metal shavings to make the black seem shinier. Yeah, for sailors. Yeah, so that... Is, that makes for an unpleasant afternoon. What if the sailors have VD as well? Do you that think has no bearing? Why on would the that? MRI? Listen to the things you say sometimes. Does it? Please just. All I ask is you think about them before you let them it's out. It's not of, like of VD is prison. like nano machines that go into your blood and <laughs> s- up. Future VD is. You just. I That's know how they're going to spread. VD will. Yeah. yeah. You guys also yeah. uh, forget that Russ doesn't know what the basic elements are. Mm-hmm. He just looks sure. at it and he's like, plastic? Sure. <laughs> That's a problem. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, but anyway, I had a, I had an MRI yesterday. I, I got a hearing thing that I'm trying to figure out. And um, it is as though it was designed to be the most unpleasant experience uh, that you could possibly have. If you have not had one, you put on scrubs. That's not great. And then I love that, I, that show. Felt, that felt pretty comfy. Yeah, I wish you could watch Scrubs. It doesn't work that. Was way. the opening in the I back of the front? Uh, they're scrubs, paint a picture. So there's. I don't like think there's. An, I don't think doctors are walking around with their dick hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, so you lie down on a tray where they're gonna slide you into this person oven. You lie down on a tray, and then they're like, "Are you comfortable?" And I'm thinking, "Yeah, not so bad." And then they lower this like face mask over your head so you can't move your head and you're like oh man it's starting to get a little cramped here and then they jam foam on either side of your head in the face mask so you can't move your head and uh then they slide you into a tube where you lie there for 25 minutes as the machine makes sounds that sound like a skrillex concert it no exaggeration is so loud they have to give you uh earplugs so your hearing is not damaged by the sound of magnets bombarding you with with magnet rays. Um, the good news about this is why you're and and you can't move your arms because it's like this little tube. So I'm completely claustrophobic. It's like being in a coffin. That's a nightmare. But at least I could think about that for the 25 minutes I'm in there. I had I could reflect on the fact that after I got out. I got to get an injection of dye and then go back in for 15 more. <laughs> and that dye. Let me tell you guys. That dye feels great in your blood. Oh, boy. When you get that dye in your blood, like, you know how sometimes your blood just feels really, really good? This is one of of those times. Is it like when you get an anesthetic and your entire body feels heavy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you actually feel different? Oh yeah, from the yeah, dye? you can definitely feel everything. Yeah, you can feel it. It's not the same temperature as your blood. No, no, no. It's, it's, d- it's a different, a different temperature. temperature, which is great. It's, a it's a different whack temperature that you don't like. So yeah, it's like you went like. to DQ, but like poured it into your in de- in, like entire exactly, body. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. It's um, it's like it's like the hot and cold. Imagine a new kind of temperature called cold, and it's both of them, and it's it's your blood now. Now it's your so German. Now it's your blood. I had to have them slide me out when they first put me in because I could not. I was not spiritually prepared <laughs> for how narrow. You I was. called your I was Sherpa, like, and you said, <laughs> "Sherpa, help me." He's like, "Is your blood already cold?" And you were like, "Yes." <laughs> He's like, "You're halfway said, there, I, brother." I literally shouted, "Oh, nope, 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 nope!" <laughs> they had to slide me back out. Why can't they just like knock you out? That you've des- all those things that you've described so far sound like things that you love. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Being ha- getting coffins. injections, being in a tunnel, mm-hmm. being in a coffin. There, I, 
you real you sometimes you fool yourself into thinking that like man 2012 everything is on the edge mm -hmm. like they had to put me in a tube for 40 minutes to take a scan of my head on Star Trek, that's literally like wave the tricorder, you know? It's like one of those cameras what? that you have to sit still for like a minute and a half for it to take a picture. Yeah. You, you should have yeah, just yeah, gone to like the airport. War photography. Yeah, they yeah. have they have those at the airport. You just stand up and they scan you and you leave. It takes two minutes. Yeah, that's just, good. Just look in my eyes and ask and tell me if it looks like I have brain cancer. <laughs> Is that, do I look like someone yeah. with cancer? Of the I'm brain? telling you, it really, you could have learned Portuguese really fast. Uh, you could have fallen in love with whatever that actress was in Phenomenon. You could spin sunglasses with your mind. Yep. Yeah. You make Wait, friends with Kevin that? Spacey. Is he in that movie? I don't remember. No, you're thinking no. of Oh, yeah, K-Pax. Uh, Can we go a f***ing episode without talking about K-Pax? <laughs> no, we can't. I, one other quick vignette before we move on I wanted to share with you guys. I went to the vet today, um, and I there have to be normal people who have animals that need medical care, but they are some, for some reason never there at the same time I well, because, am. Did you go it's during all, the day? It's always like one, it's always, yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's always like one giant fat guy in a Legend of Zelda t-shirt with a poodle and and a lady and her like eight dogs that are just climbing over her like some sort of plague. Uh, but when I was in there today, there was a woman waiting with her two uh, Cocker Spaniels um, and this very odd woman came in behind me while I was uh, purchasing some medicine for my cat. And this woman uh, gasps upon seeing the, these dogs. She said, oh, my, look at those cockers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, uh-oh, 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 got to keep it together. She's like, those are some pe I know how cockers are. It's okay if they bark. I know how they are. You know, I got two. How how old are these cockers? <laughs> she says, no, I shit you not. You know, I got two cockers at home, and I'm thinking about getting a third. Oh. I'm, her voice is like this, perhaps even more so. She sounds like Peter Lorre if Peter Lorre was a ghost. And <laughs> it, it is a nightmare. Um, but, yeah, she went on to say cockers like seven or eight more times. And I'm just willing the woman to hurry up and check me out faster so I can please go because I cannot handle that is woman. That is one of those words that only becomes funny when a certain uh, dialect is spun into it. Like when it becomes part of the weave of the word. Like yeah. if I say cockers right now. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, I'm also of, of Appalachian descent. Let cockers? Like that? Okay. Is that how we talk? No, I'm just. Hello, to... I'm from the Appalachian region. Yeah. Clean coal. Pretty much what I hear. Okay. Well, uh, you might want to get your own MRI done. <laughs> uh, we have one more game to talk about, and it's from Monsieur uh, Russ Frostick. Uh Russ, what is the thing? Okay, so you guys have not played this game at all, ever. But I'm going to spread the love and let you know about this game. Uh, it's called Super Crate Box. Nope, Jesus. we already brought that game. What? No, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't no, no, no. The, the first time it came out, it was before we even started doing this podcast. So, yeah. That's, Did you hear that? That was the best use, please, coming to uh -huh. So I uh, am bringing Super Crate Box for the PlayStation Vita. Um, and I know you guys might scoff at the fact that I'm bringing a game that came out essentially a year ago but it is really really good to play super crate box with an actual controller 
Like, I don't think I realized how different and more satisfying the game would be with, like, buttons. But You definitely didn't because oh, when it was on iPhone, you're like, oh, this is the, the end of buttons. What? With the power of a swipe, we won't need <laughs> buttons anymore. Is that what I sound Have like? Have you played <laughs> Super Crayfox? Oh, you're still it's using buttons. Talker. I'm from Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> With a simple swipe, tap, tap, I killed all the bad guys. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I would say, so it's like $3.50 through, so you go to the like PlayStation Store and you go to PlayStation Mobile, which just launched this week. And they have a- <laughs> Is that really all it costs? What? Is that really all it costs? It costs $3.50, yeah. I've seen so many tweets where people are like, it costs like four times as much as it does on iPhone. I mean, what technically it does, but... No, on iPhone, it's still... It's $2. Oh, it's... three fifty is so cheap. I know, it's people are ridiculous. Uh, it is a little bit of a disappointment that like... And this isn't their fault, because uh, though Sony hasn't allowed um, for leaderboard and trophy support yet on uh, PlayStation Mobile games. But... It is a little bit of a bummer to not be able to compare your high score with friends on your list. I can compare with you right now. Right now, I have uh, 260. I don't remember how. I think I have 270. Oh, shut your... Yeah, I beat you. It was really good. I got... Wait, guys, I have 310. I There's have no way that anybody... Oh, I'm sorry. I meant the hardest mode in the hardest level. Oh, on that one, I have 450. Shit, how do you I do have that? 1,700. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's um it's really really good, uh, and there's actually a few PlayStation Mobile games on there. There's probably like 15 or so. I haven't played really any of them apart from Super Crate Box, but they're getting uh, some good user ratings, and it's kind of encouraging because people that own Vitas right now haven't really had any like a ton of games to play over the past you know few months. So it's kind of nice to have this hopefully. Um, continuing log of uh, mobile games coming to the platform it is it is exciting it's a great it didn't click with me like the idea of what they were doing with it until i picked up super crate box yeah. and then the thought of like i don't have an android phone but if they if i had the option to take the ios games that i've already bought and and then put them on a console also that um has buttons on it maybe that seems really roundabout like why not just have the games on console buttons anyway but you know that's not always an option yep no i i mean that sounds great to be able to own a game on multiple platforms you know mobile and home well t yeah and technically you can platforms, the dream that, i mean not the dream not just multiple platforms but like incongruous platforms yeah uh yeah super great box playstation vita it's a game on the playstation vita there aren't very many of them so you might as well jump out and um take advantage of this one it's quite fun uh that's really all the effort that i'm willing to put into this game because people wow. know pretty much what super crate box is about i think why is did this we so... talk about what the game is at all so just so people know, okay just fine case, you're a little green guy and you collect you're in a static screen and enemies come down at you and you shoot them or slash them depending on what weapon you grab yeah it's... And you want to keep bouncing around in the screen collecting weapons it's like that mini things. game that was in super mario brothers 3 you know if no, you mean the original super yeah mario but oh, well the original mario brothers but most people don't yeah. know that uh yeah it's it's uh, a really really fun mobile game that you can play with a controller on the Vita. And I'm really hoping, I mean, there are a ton of iOS games that I would love to play with a controller. So I'm hoping that more people sort of follow suit. 
um, and uh, bring stuff to PlayStation Mobile because it is um, excellent. I That's think there's I really also potential say. for games to get better when people stop designing them only to work around touch touchscreen controls. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, I feel like some people just take the path of least resistance when developing mobile games because they're like, ah, fuck it, it's not going to have buttons, so let's make it, you know, we don't want it to be imprecise, so let's make it dumbed well, down. Well, yeah, I, I mean, think it I goes think... both ways. I think having a limitation like touch has led to some pretty clever gameplay like ideas like like a game like um uh, infinity blade hadn't really existed before that so it you know it was touch that sort of yeah. inspired them to do it in that style um, i'm saying I, there are three different types of games games that that embrace that limitation and yeah. do do awesome stuff with it and then there are games that have to use that limitation because they have no other option because the the type of game they're trying to make wouldn't work with those controls. But then there's a third type of game that just use those limitations and sort of exploit them when yeah. they they and just make like a super super simple game that doesn't need to be as simple as it is. And I think a lot of the crappier games on Android and iOS uh, fall into that that category. And I I would say that having a cross development or a cross platform development option where you can have, you know, controls in addition to virtual controls will see see that that third category yeah. diminish. When when the iPhone first came out and Jobs talked about this, it was there couldn't be controls because people would not be motivated to use the touchscreen. And I think that is smart. I think that was right at that time. But I think so many successful games exist with the touchscreen and it's people have an idea of how to use it now that they can coexist on one device. No, That's what I don't exist. No. You don't think so? You think the second... I No, I just think one device that you're carrying around all day with it. you is not... What? There's a reason why it's just touch. It's because it's easy to carry around with you. It's small, and it's uh, for everything else you're using that's not games-related, you don't need a controller. I'm not saying it has to have a controller on it. I'm just saying that controller support... Apple goes out of their way to not allow controller support on that device. That's, well, but it's starting to become untrue because now we have uh, Gameloft and Duo just partnered to put a controller out. Yeah, but they suck. Steel- they're using your Bluetooth. They, they're needs, all it needs is the option to plug something into the port. What? Why? What's yeah. wrong with Bluetooth? It doesn't... It, it, there's a lag when you're using Bluetooth. It is not as precise as actually using something that plugs into the let me, system. Let me hit you guys with this. What if there was a cell phone that had buttons on it for games, for video gaming, and it was also a cell phone, and you had to talk into the side of it. Okay, I'm liking Whoa. that idea. Can we okay, get it shaped it, like a taco? It could be taco-shaped, sure. I okay. don't see why not. In fact, I'm going to bring you on as the chief member of our design board, Russ Friday. Awesome. Um, uh, this our taco design Talking board. into the side of it, though, is imperative, because I feel like that feature is going to be very engaging for... Wait a minute! What if we worked somehow how engaging this side talk taco game? <laughs> you want to? I can wait. I got the name. Justin, listen. you are you now wanna, our president of branding. Go, Chris Plant. You, you want in on mention? this money train too, or? <laughs> wait, are you just talking about maybe like a game where we just like talk with our friends? We'll call it talk with friends. Okay. Oh my God! Everyone <laughs> on board. <laughs> woo woo. woo, woo. The money trade is pulling into Big Cheese Station, guys. I just guys. had another idea. A game, portable okay. game console, roughly the size of a Game Gear with a black and white touch screen <laughs> that internets. And we'll call it internet. Inter- game. <laughs> inter- www.gameconsole. Nope. No, it's wait. in there somewhere. 
<laughs> I want to suggest game.com, but I want to make sure that we don't get the game.com URL. Okay. That's yeah. essential. It's imperative. Do you think people are going to be upset when this is what polygon.com actually is? If we bust out, is actually, <laughs> if we go live with game.com.org, is that going to hurt our bottom line, rush rustic internet czar? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's the best way to uh, invest. I think sticking with the taco design and okay. then maybe evolving it next year into more of a taquito would, what uh, if you could strap this bitch to your head? You got one eyepiece, and it's all red up there, and you can't make phone calls or internet on it. It takes it to it takes gaming to a new zone. Wait, I want to have to lay down. Side patch, or is it just black felt? It's well, it's the 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 uh, the band itself is going to be the cheapest felt that we can find. Okay, and uh, we got to make you look kind of like a. a I don't know, like a shitty cyborg from okay. like a shitty '80s movie. So it's. It. Do you? It's a portable game system. I think people should play on a desk, though. I don't think people should be able to play wherever they no, want. No, you have to sit. You are strapped to a desk, and the screen on your eye shield I love is it. actually just a broken Nokia screen with a little Mario painted onto it. We're getting, we're getting, we're going to good places right now. Yeah, I was going to our zone actually. I don't know where you guys. Oh, really? Were I was going Virtual Boy, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> I had forgotten the R Zone existed. Yeah, I had one. Oof! They should have called it the Nuggie. Noogie Magnus. <laughs> I, I had one. You see somebody wearing that, you're going to punch him in the I face had a, legally. I had Primal Rage on it. And I think a racing game, but mostly I just played Primal Rage. Uh, it was a tiger handheld that you strapped to your face. Yeah. Take it to the limit. And you know what? They used to call the place where you'd buy video games. At Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Yeah. It was very confusing. They did not carry the <laughs> zone though, for obvious no. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,. So this is not going to be easy to pick a winner. Uh, let's get 30 more seconds from each of you about why your game deserves the honor. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah, thanks. It's super, thanks, super thanks. crate box with buttons. Got it. Chris Plant. Uh, it's Monsters Ate My Combo with a learning But tutorial. Wait, isn't it Condo? I can't say it. Monsters Ate My Condo. Condo. That's lots of combos. Dummy. Monsters ate my combo. <laughs> they were pretzel that and peanut excuse, butter. That's the excuse I used my mom to get her to buy me more. <laughs> Hippos ain't my Fritos. Mom! That's not fair. I didn't get to eat these. I didn't eat them. <laughs> I don't know how the crows got there. The monsters left crumbs Crumble everywhere. Monsters. I, but this time, the monsters said next time they wanted pepperoni and pretzel. <laughs> um... My game, Crumble Monsters Black and White 2, uh, it's uh, the longest of all the games that, that everyone brought here. Just in terms of the title? Uh, and the length of the game. I put I put 40 hours into it for the review. So <laughs> Solely because of the work that Griffin had to invest to bring this game to us, I am choosing Pokemon as this week's winner. Uh, there is, n there will be no discussion about whether or not it's better than FTL. <laughs> can I use, can I use the clout that I've earned from this win to bring Little Big Planet back from the dead? From unacceptable. Last week? Uh, you want it to? There was. <laughs> you there wanted was, to run into the ring, man. WWE style. There was rioting in the streets outside of my house after the last episode went up. People were people were confused and and scared, and I don't blame them. We got to change. A change is is the winds of change are blowing, like Bob Dylan said. No. Nope. Here it comes the change, everyone. Get nope. ready. Like Bob Dylan once said in his famous song, changes 
changes, 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 changes. Piano man, changes. Piano man. Um, thank you for listening to the besties. Uh, again, big changes coming on the horizon. Stay tuned for all of that news and scoops. I'm bringing uh, Dishonored next week. So no, I'm bringing it. So everybody heard I it. I called it already. I already called it. Well, nope. Also, Plant we'll will be replaced by Bo Bridges. <laughs> um, and I will be replaced by the Fabulous Baker Boys. Uh, the the uh, If you want to read our stuff, you can go to theverge.com forward slash gaming for now. But soon it's going to be polygon.com. This is a Polygon production. And um, please subscribe on Tunes and rate us there. Give us a review. And uh, that's going to do it for us on the best. If you have, if you have suggestions, suggesties. If you have suggesties to make it better, <laughs> I, I, I would love to hear them. Because we have changed the show and drastically, I would say twice, based entirely on user suggestions. Here's, here's, here's a question. If you could see one of our special guests... Who have visited us in the past in real life? Oh God, who would it be? It's got to be Jean Pierre. Although we've seen not Jean Jean Baptiste. Sorry, we've seen him before I, though. Did yeah. you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Jean Baptiste's brother <laughs> pretending? Oh my God, the plot. That was that Don Baptiste. Don Baptiste is actually a, an impersonator of an impersonator. <laughs> Uh, so thank yeah, you so I'm Ron Baptiste. Be sure. I, uh... <laughs> be sure to join us again next week for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends play the world's... <laughs> because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games?